You're listening to episode 47 of the Playing Falau podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey there. Hello, hello, hello. Tell me, have you ever gotten really close to getting what you wanted? I mean, the deal was all but signed and then it fell through. Or you got so close to hitting an important goal, but then no matter what you did, you just couldn't get over the finish line. Or maybe right now you see opportunities in front of you. You know there is stuff out there. There is opportunity for growth and learning and impact, contribution, in all ways, but you're not seeming to bring it together. And you wonder if it's a one-off time, one-off circumstances, or does it have something to do with your strategy or your talent or your execution plan? These are all good questions to ask, but they're not the right questions. There's something going on, but it's likely not what you think. And today I'm going to share it with you because it's so important It is a very common mistake. And until you get it nailed down, it's going to stop you from allowing what it is that you want into your world. It has everything to do with your receiving factor. What's a receiving factor? It's your willingness to allow yourself to receive what it is you say you want. As I say it, my equation is talent times action times receiving factor equals result. As we know in any equation, anything times zero equals zero. Therefore, it's really important to understand how to raise your receiving receptors, how to raise your receiving factor. And today I'm going to share a four-part strategy to amp up yours. So you close the opportunities in front of you without figuring out another strategy or being frustrated that you're not showing up at the level that you desire despite working really hard or wanting it. If you're not getting what you want or delivering at the level you know you're capable of, you're not seizing those opportunities, I'll say it one more time. It's got nothing to do with your capability. I don't believe it. Not at this point in life. It has nothing to do with your talent. It has everything to do with your capacity to say, yes, I will receive it and maintain it. A lot of times I see high-performing individuals who are clear on what they want. They have the talent, solid strategy, plan, all of it. But it, it it will bleep out at the last minute. You know, it's like when you have four interviews and you've come up for the third time in the fourth interview and it's not not translating. You're not getting the job. Or you're totally capable. You've sold before. You've done a great job. And then for some reason right now, And it has nothing to do with circumstances. And the way that we know that is because someone else on this earth is dealing with the same circumstances and is doing what it is that you say that you want. 
Again, not circumstance, not talent, not strategy. And it's important to own that first. It's a very big challenge. If I got to meet you and I asked you, are you open to receiving what it is you say you want? I will bet 10 out of 10, you will say, like others, yes, I am. Of course I am, Reed. I wouldn't have told you that I wanted it if I wasn't willing to receive it. But here's what we know and here's what I see. If you wanted it and you're truly open to receiving it, you'd have it already. What we're saying is that you're not currently open to receiving it. But the good news is that we can do something about that. We're going to today. Let me start with a story to help you really fill in a picture of what I'm talking about. There's a man. He bought a company for $20,000 many years ago. 20 years later, he had the opportunity to sell it for $20 million. Quite a return on investment. Yes, we will all agree on that. So he decided he was going to sell. He did all the right things. He found a buyer. Many months of preparation went into the deal. Buyer happened to be in China. This business owner said he would meet them there. So they arranged the date. Business owner got on a plane from Arizona to Chicago where he's going to stay for the night before he caught his flight to China the next day. What happened next is quite interesting. He sat in first class. While in first class, he got drunk. When it came time to depart, he tripped. Everything in his briefcase fell on the ground. He got it back in, got to his hotel room. Once there, he realized that his passport was no longer in his briefcase. Without his passport, he was unable to make the flight the next day and the deal fell apart. Now, the problem wasn't the circumstance of tripping and getting drunk and losing his passport. What happened was he was never comfortable. He was never really open to receiving what he said he want, no matter how certain he felt about that. He wasn't open and willing to receive, whether it be the abundance or the ability to get comfortable with what would happen after the company was sold. And this happens all the time. It's such a big problem for high performers in particular because they do have the talent and the willpower, drive and commitment, but they're not open for this critical missing link. So again, today, I'm going to give you the four-part strategy to begin opening yourself to all the happiness and success and level of contribution to the world, yourself, your family, whomever, your organization that you are capable of so that you're never blocked when you're going after a goal or when you want to expand or have an experience that you haven't yet had. Here we go. Four strategies to becoming a better receiver. The first strategy is elevate. Elevate your comfort factor with whatever success it is you say you want. If you listen to my podcast regularly, you have already heard me say that the conscious mind has very little to do with what we actually experience in our external reality. The subconscious mind is approximately 30,000 times more powerful than the conscious mind. 30,000. 30,000 more times powerful. Therefore, subconscious mind, calling all the shots, not you. Consider it like an inner ox. The ox is dragging you back into the barn every time you 
want to go out and play in the rodeo. It's making the decisions. You say, yes, I'm open to having that in my life. Yes, I want to experience it. And it may be saying no, whether you realize it or not. And it has 30,000 times more power, more leverage. So its decision is going to trump yours every single time, especially if your decision is leading you to something uncertain that it doesn't know about, that it doesn't feel comfortable with. It hates that. When you elevate your thinking, your subconscious thinking, your internal thinking, which is the part of you that makes decisions, your decision maker, you have your ox agree with you. You get it comfortable not to be spooked by what you're trying to do or bring in. It won't run like crazy away from it. It's sort of like introducing, I see it like a puppy and a cat in a house. Eventually, with consistent repetition, they become comfortable with each other, but they have to keep getting introduced to each other, right? That's what elevating your comfort factor is all about. How do you do it specifically? You consistently introduce it, but I can give you a better way. Best way I can recommend, simplest way, is that every single morning you think things into your life. What does that mean? You get out a pen, a sheet of paper, and you write down what you are thankful for experiencing that day in advance of it happening. I'm thankful I contacted six of my prospects on my list. I'm thankful that the kids enjoyed school. I'm thankful that they are agreeing to do things I want or that are helpful. I'm thankful that I sold the property. I'm thankful that whatever it is for you. I'm thankful the deal went through. I'm thankful the project got completed. What happens when you're thankful in advance is that it elicits a feeling from the inside that then knocks in your talent and your strategy and your follow through to complete it. Here's the funny part about this ox. It is so brazen. It's so out there just jumping around. It doesn't know the difference between fantasy and reality. You simply have to tell it that this is what it is to do. This is what not to do. You can't inform it of what it's to do. You have to give it the feeling of what it wants to move towards. So you do that by having it get comfortable in advance with what it is that you say you want. The thank, thanking things into your life, the easiest way, one of the easiest ways that it can be done in three minutes. Second strategy is to excavate. If In fact, when you are elevating your comfort level and you've done that and you're still not bringing in something that you desire, there's a good chance that there is something underneath the surface that needs to be excavated. By now, you know that life and your ability to welcome things in is only as good as you can stand it, right? Life gets exactly as good as you can stand it. This reminds me of a doctor that I saw this week. She, when I told her she was giving, getting me to certain numbers that we're working for on some chart. And she said, you know, I said, I think I can do that. And she said, you don't think. She said, I'm a precisionist. This is science. I want to explain to you. I love that word. This is precise. Your ability to welcome something in 
is in direct correspondence and in direct correlation with your reception of it, your receptivity to it, your willingness to receive it in. There's no messing with this. Raising that receptivity factor has everything to do with getting your subconscious mind to be comfortable with it in advance. I'm going to tell you one more story before we even move on to the second strategy of excavating. And that is, I remember a man who was, you know, he was at, it was some type of event I was at long ago, but one man had a Porsche. The other man was admiring it and talking to him about it. And the man who owned the Porsche said, hey, do you want to go take it for a ride? He gave him the keys. They were relatively friends or acquaintances. The man who went to go take it arrived within 15 minutes, we heard that he'd burned out the clutch. Now, old world thinking and involvement would say he burned it out because of the talent or he didn't know how. What I knew immediately is that he wasn't comfortable with things being that good. It's an inside out thing. He had something underneath which is where we move to the second strategy of excavation. You've got to elevate. And when the elevate doesn't happen, you go to strategy two of excavate. Excavate means that you look for anything, usually specifically internal noise, that's in conflict with what you say you want. Are you afraid if you're successful, you'll lose your friends or that no longer will they feel comfortable with you? It may sound crazy, but that's what I get all of the time. I hear that a lot. Specifically, I was with a person I was talking to and he was explaining and he, he, he notified me. He was, you know, getting his dream home, oceanfront, pool, like everything. He had been working for this his whole life. And he was certain he'd done all the things. He got comfortable. He said his intention. He visualized it. He was, he's like, this is mine. I already know this is done. But then something happened. And the bid didn't go through and he didn't end up getting the house an hour later. And he was surprised by that. And he went through all these different thoughts and feelings. What did I do? The strategy, the talent, what it, what happened? What structure did I not build? And when he got quiet and got comfortable, he said, I wonder if I resisted it in some way. And he let me ask him some questions. And I said, did you ever see? your kids running around from you know one side of the backyard to the other side of the backyard? Did you ever see yourselves in the house or did you just look at the house from afar? And he said, oh my God, I never did. I really am not comfortable with that level of success. And when we dug down a little bit further, he said, you know, my mom always said that that it was self-aggrandizing to be self-successful, that he hadn't come from a lot, or in his, and still his family doesn't have a great deal of wealth. And so it's something that he struggles with. Is it good? Is it bad? And he said further that she one time had said that he, she didn't feel comfortable with his friends because they'd made her feel like she was not enough, something that she had within her. His mother was not with him anymore, but he realized that she was still running his world. He had thoughts and beliefs that needed to still be excavated, needed to have to be seen, have a flashlight on because he was still operating from the subconscious mind. They were the ones that had the 30,000 pounds of power, right? 
So what thoughts or fears or beliefs or behaviors are going against what you say you want? Again, for him, it was successful, would be self-aggrandizing and would go against his mother, would be, she would maybe even, you know, not love him unconditionally. And that was hard for him. And therefore, he did take actions, which probably precluded. That's how it all trickles out. It's not that we don't ask, is our strategy or talent spot on? It's just those aren't the first things we look for. Oftentimes, it's simply that we are not an open, fluid conductor of what it is we say we want. When you think about creating something, I think it's important to pause here, is understand that the first step is to know what it is you want. The second, and that's your job, and there's five steps here I'm about to give you. The second is that it's the how. That's not your job. That's the universe's job. Third is to become an open receiver to it. That's your role. Because when you do that, you you transform from the inside out. And that means once you are re- open to receiving it, yes, then your thoughts, then your feelings, then your actions, behaviors, capabilities, and results show up. That's how it all works. You got to get it in the right order. The question for you to ask in strategy two here is if, just to hypothetically, I was afraid or worried or concerned about bringing this experience or thing in, what would be the reason? And when you get that answer, just like the man attempting to buy the new house did, you can move on to strategy number three. So we got strategy number one, elevate your comfortability with what it is you say you want to bring into your life. Step number two or strategy number two is to excavate, dig deep to pull up anything that's in opposition to it or doesn't support it. Step three is to communicate clearly and consistently with the decision maker. Who is the decision maker? You already know this. It's the, it's the ox. It's the subconscious mind. That's the decision maker. It makes all your decisions. And we all know, like with a decision maker when we're kids, that you had to connect with the decision maker in the family if you wanted to go out at night, right? Who is going to be making the decision? Communicate, convince the decision maker. Give the communication to the decision maker that it needed to, for, to say, you go for it, honey. What does it take to communicate? Be the leader. Be the in charge. Tell it you are going to be safe. I'm safe to go out tonight. I am safe to receive this promotion. I'm safe for this level of success, income, impact, contribution, love. Give all the information to the decision maker that it needs that you've just excavated from from strategy two. What's it need to know? When you make money, you're going to be able to help more people? Is that a piece of information that would be helpful for it? Find the evidence that it needs to tell and allow it to get comfortable and to calm down. I'm open to receiving. Have a conversation. Communicate with the decision maker, which is your ox. It's okay to call the prospects back and triple my business growth ox. It's okay to get this much attention in the next board meeting and not brush off my idea. It's okay to close the company's biggest deal. It's okay to be successful. I can also be a good parent. It's okay to get the highest and most delightful customers for myself. 
It's okay to speak up and change this organization. That means so much to me. Ask it specifically what it needs to know in order for you to be, and for it rather, to be at peace with allowing you to have what it is you say in your life. Once you do that, once you do those three things and you do them consistently, you implement strategy number one, elevate. Strategy number two, excavate. Strategy number three, communicate. You got strategy number four. You can't help but celebrate. We know that what you focus on expands. When you become an open receiver, whoosh, like I said, you open. It's like breaking a dam. And that is what happens. That is the trigger. That's the lever that so many people miss. Celebrate involves saying thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Thank you for the unexpected gift. Thank you for being helpful. It's also thank you to yourself. It's acknowledging. Many people, especially high performers, they drive right back through and over and stomp on what they celebrated. They don't stop. And they lose, unfortunately, the powerful training to the ox that says wins are good things. They don't have to work so hard when I have a conversation and communicate with you. I, you, you know, you can play with the puppies and have fun and relax where not everything has to be controlled. I was talking to two women recently who both had in the past year, this year, 2020, a belief that they couldn't have success in their profession and be a good parent, that they would lose their family, that they wouldn't be there for their kids, that they couldn't, that those things were exclusive to each other. They could not, they weren't, they weren't together. And when they excavated and recognized that that was running against and that they were never willing to receive what it is they say they wanted, both of them skyrocketed. Their businesses flourished. There's, there's several. It, it, it takes simply these strategies to move what seem like mountains or may have kept you stuck for some time. So let's review this four-part strategy one more time. First, you got to elevate your comfortability with what it is you're saying that you want this year as you move into a new year. The second is excavate anything that's in conflict. Third is to communicate. Communicate clearly and consistently with that decision maker. It's okay. It's safe. We're okay. Fourth, celebrate. It's precision. Can't help but not get what it is that you're open to receiving. One of the easiest ways that I do this all the time is I'm open to receiving. Even when someone says that's not possible, which is the greatest way of, of course, resisting what it is that we say what we want, is I'm open to it. I'm open to the possibility and I am open to receiving all day long. When I receive, I'm able to bring more and give more back and allow the flow to continue. Let me tell you this. You're a big deal. And this upcoming year is not a year to play small. There's a lot going on that's much bigger than you might even be aware. There is a support system, there's energy flowing, and there's a lot in movement at play. It's not the time to run with a leash on. It's time to be unbridled. There comes a time when the cost of 
holding yourself back is really too great. You have been preparing for this. You know, deep down, you are here to do great things and to contribute and impact in amazing ways. The opportunities, like I said, are abundant. They're right in front of you. You have them. You simply have to claim them. The universe wants to give them to you right now. Ask yourself, where am I not accepting or receiving what's right in front of me? It's your turn. It's your time. I can't wait to see what happens when you allow the dam to break and the water to rush in. I look forward to being a part of the world that you create when you do. And I look forward to talking to you in our next podcast next week. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. 